Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Thanks for going to all that trouble to zip up your fly right before you <laughs> said it. It was uh, V. I, I was, know. I, I know what you were doing. We all know. Did everyone get that? Can you like superimpose some nice VHSing under that? Not what do you not mean? over. Like like in post, can you like VHS uh-huh. it? What do you think post is? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it just do what you want? out there welcome to yet another week of the most groundbreaking hard hitting cowboy bebop podcast out there this is brokeback bebop i am your host i'm not gonna say one of your hosts i am your host zach <laughs> with me this week <laughs> we've got steven baker how you doing steven you know this is the raw the uncut the, the refuses to get tested <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy the Bebop doesn't podcast. really do the whole condom <laughs> thing. <laughs> the fakes Bebop a latex podcast. allergy. <laughs> oh yeah, there's one on. Welcome to Cowboy or to Bebop. <laughs> the the Cowboy Bebop podcast that that hardly remembers its own name sometimes, let alone the name of the show that we're recapping. You know, uh, that's how have a fair you been? Assessment. What's yeah. going on in your life? I'm good, you know, just uh, living la vida loca, as they say, Zach. You know, I'm uh, recovering on the on the foot end of things. I don't believe you anymore. <laughs> I've been hearing that for a year. <laughs> I think you're just one of those Democrats that got a little bit of money from the government and just doesn't want to go back to their $8 an hour job. Yeah. That's also fair, Zach. You know, I, I feel like we live in a society where I never actually have anything to say after that. I just like no to one say ever does. Yeah. Well, here in Brokeback Bebop world, we very much live counter the society. We do. We like to skate the edge of the rink, if you know what I mean. I don't. Today we're talking about the 18th <laughs> session of Cowboy Bebop. This episode is called Speak Like a Child. I appreciate the deep thoughts of this, you know, because of what? a child speaks from, of the from title. innocence. Sure. A child speaks from joy. A child speaks from the heart. And I hope that we can speak to your hearts today as we dive into this session. 
This How you doing, Zach? Was, we've already done that. This episode <laughs> was storyboarded by Junichi Sato. It was directed by Yoshiyuki Takai. And it was written by Akihiko. Aki, how would that be? A-K-I. Akihiko. 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 Akihiko Inari. The original air date in Japan was June 19th, 1998. Hey, we're almost there. Well, as of recording, once this comes out, it'll be just after the... How many years would that be? Uh, 24. Yeah, it's just been the 24th anniversary of the show, and here we are doing a podcast about it. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty nuts. We should do old shows all the time. We should do, like, MASH and and (laughs) Bewitched. And I like, I'll, do, I'll do Bewitched so you can Andy talk about Griffith when they switch the dude. You would rather do Bewitched than MASH? Easily. And in the U.S., this originally aired on October 29th, 2001. Before we dive into trivia in the episode, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, home media. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about the bygone... I don't know. I yeah. One thing that we'll talk about going on, but this is lightly about the episode, something that I think is really cool about this episode is it's both dated and timeless. Yeah. It's dated because it's from the late 90s and they're talking about VHS and beta. People certainly don't know the difference between those two anymore. No. And at the same time, it's timeless because it takes place in the future. So if the years work out, it would make sense that they'd be dealing in this technology all these years in the future and be just as confused about it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's old I love and it. timeless at the same time. I it's like it. It's super cool. And I love home media. Still to this I day. I know you do. I don't spend as much money on it as I'd like to. It's hard to. But there is something nice about owning something, especially if it comes in a cool packaging. I love home media. I like to collect a lot of TV shows on DVD and Blu-ray, which now I'm starting to see more of a reason to as it's being made pretty clear that episodes can be dropped from a streaming service all the time, whether it's it's for a good reason or not. Usually it's for a good reason. I still like that if I own the DVD, I own the complete series. Like a good example is The Simpsons. They took down an early episode because Michael Jackson has a a voice cameo Mm -hmm. in it. And it's a really, really good episode and a really cute and wholesome episode. It's not like the other ones that are taken down for like racist reasons. Yeah. Even though I also kind of fuck michael jackson right mm-hmm. uh, i you also um, fucked michael jackson. i i did all did, nice yeah stay tuned for uh, you were the top that time huh leaving neverland part two <laughs> coming back for more what we're talking about. <laughs> i still have in a box a shit ton of vhs's that i'll never be able to play but mm-hmm. i have them yeah i like when i was a kid like we had a pretty decent like vhs and then into dvd collection and i remember going to family video and Checking, like, the only thing I miss about VHS is because, mm-hmm. like, rewinding is obnoxious. Yes. If they get messed the up, picture quality's bad. Yeah, but I love the boxes. I like a good mm. box that, like, feels nice to touch. And, like, when you open it up, you get that, like, like noise. I'm a fan of that. Now, I really like boxes home that media have a lot of me. details. You don't get that yeah. anymore. Uh, that's why I like TV shows on DVD. But even now, they're, like, thin cases now. They yeah. don't have cool designs. Blu-ray cases are super boring. Yeah, and yeah. I am, like, all for the idea. What made me make my Switch was video games. Mm-hmm. Having your video game on the console already. Because it got to a point where you would buy a disc for mm-hmm. a game. Download put it. put that disc in and then have to download something. I'm like, well, if I'm going to download the fucking game, I might as well just not have to worry about the disc. And then put the disc away. And what? Do you not always need the disc to play the game? You do still need the disc yeah. to play the game. Even so you might as well it. just download the game. Exactly. I like having DVDs because there are some movies that I always love watching, but that 
get you know stuff gets moved around streaming services and i'd rather just pull out a dvd than find it i think i like owning home media more than i like using home media like i have a lot of records sure. and i don't listen to all of them but sometimes owning a film or a TV show, it's like, I really love this film, so mm-hmm. it's mine. I ha- I hold a yeah. piece of it. Like, I-, I own it rather than just being able to watch it. I will say with, like, manga and books, I much prefer owning the physical copy and reading it than reading it online. And, like, there oh, are sure. some that I like reading online, but... It's not the same. There's a few series that I've read online and then bought the physical. Smelling the pages, it's not the same. I like reading stuff if I have to, but it's nice to have a book. Mm-hmm. Well, that was fun. Let's do some trivia. Let's do Let's some, do some trivia. Bebop trivia. I've got, I think, three questions for you. I have three questions for you, and I'm going to apologize. I think they're all a Pretty little hard. bit difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's because I was in, I was like so into this episode that I, yeah. I kept forgetting to like sure. actually write down the trivia one. So I went a little, little different. Why don't you go? So first, I should Zach? say I don't know in preparation to yeah. your questions. My first one, where did the twins in the old school TV show move from? Ooh, Minnesota, right? Yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, good old American teenagers. Where does Ed find another beta deck? Underground museum. Yeah, like underground city museum or something like that. Good job. My next question, where is the underground city museum? It's in, like, Little Asia or something like You're that. You're close. Little little China. Little You're, China, Asia. Nope. It's Old Asia. Old, old Asia. Asia. Size got nothing to do with it. Yep. <laughs> it's all about age. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Take that into life. I don't care how big or small they are. No. Age matters. I mean, we care how big or small they are. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do both. You got to do both. What kind of satchel does Spike carry on the mission? About. What? What kind of bag does he have? I heard you. I don't know. Spike is carrying around an ISSP bag. Does it say that on it? Yeah. Okay. Steven just cleaned his eye like a cat. <laughs> he just Very vigorously. Eye. Like repeated same motion for 15 <laughs> seconds. Uh, my last question for you, young man. What character from another anime... <laughs> makes an appearance in the Underground Museum. Oh, shit. It's really obvious. They focus on it for a long time. And I watched you not look at the screen while it happened. Nice. Was I looking at you or was I off in tweeting? You were on looking at your phone or looking down uh, or something. Was it Hello know. Kitty? No, but you're really, really, really close, kind of. Doraemon? I don't know what that is, so I think you're <laughs> less close. Or maybe more close. Who knows? What is it? It's Meowth. Wow! It's oh, like on shit. the floor, I... there's like a Meowth head. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I like that. <laughs> okay. Because it's I like, like old that. school pop culture stuff when they're looking at this old yeah. museum. So I guess even in the Cowboy Bebop world, anime exists. Pokemon, Pokemon. is fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. Sure. It kind of looked like a as close to Meowth as we can get without having sure. to pay for it. But I think yeah. it's very clearly supposed to be Meowth. Yeah. Meowth! That's right. Ah, uh, damn it. If I had answered correctly, you could have been like, Meowth. That's right. That would have been really funny. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Shit. Well, okay. Better luck next time. Yeah, maybe what next What two delivery services bring packages? Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> it was the Turtle Express and the Rabbit okay. Express. Oh, okay. Cool. There's a turtle and a tortoise and a hare. Yep. Like the old, Just like the old. Asian story. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Those are our trivia questions. Yeah, folks. that was fun. Uh, next up 
is uh-huh. a little ditty I like to call. Did Zach comprehend the episode this week? You've been doing it like that lately. I like that one. I like that one better than the last. You one. really did not enjoy the last one. No, <laughs> I haven't quite recovered from it yet. I was going more for invoking a little bit of like disdain with this one, like not so much like like unbearable. you were trying to make me mad. With I was it. trying to irk you. Just a little. I want. I want to get you fun. boiling before. See, this. I, I like feel like when, you're when you try to do something that makes me mad, I get the bit and and think it's funny. But when you do something earnestly, it just <laughs> is like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> I like to get your heart pumping before this. You know, oh, I think that a yeah. a frazzled. Blind with rage, Zach. That's true. Is is best suited for this activity. I feel a little clearer headed than I have of late when we do this. Mm. So if you want to try to throw me a curveball to try to get me get me off my toes, okay. The part of the show where we figure out how well Zach comprehended the episode. How are mm-hmm. you feeling this week? You're a little clear headed, you said, but, sure. but does that mean that that your your crystal clear vision of the episode storyline no, is in it, sight? It just means I've smoked less weed this morning. Than <laughs> That's fair. Not none. Not none, but just less. less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a comically large water bottle that I just took a sip from. It's also everything's written in Polish on it. I don't know why. Chicago's a weird place. It's Chicago's a weird place, man. Speaking of weird places, let's see what weird place okay. Zach takes let's us to it. on this tale of media and little girls. Zach, 20 seconds are going to be mm-hmm. on the clock as soon as yep. I find it. Not the calculator. Not the calculator. Almost gotcha. 20 seconds on the clock. I want you to tell me what happened this week. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, I'm going to count down from three. At the end of that countdown, I'm going to say go. When I say go, yes, that's your cue to start recounting the episode. Yes. As then I simultaneously press start oh my God. as you start to talk. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you ready? I get, uh, yes. Do you understand the rules? No, I'm a little... So you're going to start down from three? I'm going to count down. Okay. Starting at three. Hmm. And are you going to skip two in this scenario? I will say two, and I will be saying one. I will not be saying zero. We do not okay. say zero here. Okay, I think I get it. Okay. So on zero. On on the O of go, which is a zero in this one. <laughs> in this one it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, Go. Jet has to pay for a package of Faye's, and Faye runs away to the horse track so she doesn't have to answer for it. It turns out to be a videotape, and they go to some nerd to figure out what's on and if they can make money for it, and they break his player in the meantime. So they go searching for a new player at an underground museum, Jet and Spike. They finally find it, but it's the wrong one. And then they get shipped another one, an actual player. Stop. They have to pay for that one. Damn it, I didn't get to what was on the video. No, but you got your job important. of the around the around the way stuff. I'm also gonna give you some bonuses because you started very iambic pentameter with like What? Jet takes a package for Faye today. Whatever you said like rhymes. I, don't I think liked I it. I did lot. that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very fun way that it was said. The, there were like three rhymes in the first two sentences. I'll and take I liked the that. bonus points, but that was not intentional. <laughs> 
They've got a package for Faye today. That's what I. Like. I feel like the whole point of the episode, though, is what's on the tape, and I didn't get to it. It's that I got very close true. to it. You got. Real I close. usually don't get that close to the end of the episode. You get all the this. bonus points, but not the actual points. Uh, I'm gonna give that a C minus. Really, it's that bad just because I didn't get what's on the videotape. Well, you also didn't get anything that Faye was doing for any of the episode. She's at the horse tracks it, for the very beginning. Then what she, else does she do in this episode? She Nothing. plays the dogs for most of it. Oh, I said horse tracks and she goes to a dog track. Mm -hmm. But I was just kind of thinking she was running away. Whatever. I think that's a little bit of... Usually I'm fine with your grades and I think that was a little harsh. Well, you could take it up with the dean. Okay. Surprise, I'm the dean no, of I thought this it was funny because in high school, that's what I did too. I mainly got off on the bonus points, none of the regular points. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I like it. Well, let's talk about the episode. I like this episode. I've watched it twice now. I liked it both times, but I liked mm -hmm. it way more the second time when we watched mm -hmm. it. I think it's a really good episode. I do too. Yeah. I like it. I think that it definitely feels like more of a setup episode, but I like just getting that little look into Faye's life. I Honestly, my favorite beat of the episode is there's kind of only one real plot here because it's all connected, but Jet and Spike interacting with the video guy is really funny. Mm -hmm. Jet and Spike going through this whole like death trap museum where like they could have legitimately fallen down an elevator shaft and died multiple times. And then they get the wrong They get the thing, wrong one. <laughs> and then what they need gets mailed to them. Yeah, it's funny. I think that's really funny. I like when this show is funny. I mean, that's not the overall vibe of the show, but the and last couple episodes And it's not comedic. Yeah. The end of this episode made Lil cry when we watched it. Yeah, understand. And I get it. It's emotional. I love when shows are funny but not laugh a second and when mm -hmm. shows are dramatic but not over the top every second, yeah. which this episode strikes a good balance. I almost feel like this episode is different than any other episode we've gotten because so far it's usually either Bounty of the Week stories mm -hmm. or direct backstory episodes. And I don't think you could really call this one a direct backstory episode no. because if I have a complaint – of this episode, the moment of Faye watching herself in the end and everyone reacting to it is really powerful. But I think Faye needed a little bit more to do in this episode. I think even though the emotional beat works, I don't feel like the connection old Faye to young Faye, if they could bring it a little bit closer together somehow. I don't know. If she, if we should saw, saw more of her yearning directly, mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it's not a, it's not, I'm, I was trying to say that I like this episode. Yeah. Because it's not quite a strict backstory episode and it's not quite a strict bounty of the week episode it's an episode that lets us like in on the lives of these characters mm -hmm. and i like that at well this point as much as i do like this episode i agree that i think that the easy cop out of sending Faye to go gamble is not something that this show hasn't done before i like the beat of her showing up in the beginning in a ship and Jet being like, I had to pay for this package. You owe me money. And she just closes the <laughs> ship and drives away. I really yeah. like that moment. I think That's that funny. works perfectly well for me. Well, and I, I think that, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, like, the big emotional payoff. But I think that it's interesting how Jet and Spike do care about Faye, especially at this point in the show. Because as soon as they see that, oh, Faye's in this, they, like, go through so much to get that tape. And I think... I don't know if I completely agree with you, because I almost think the moment 
that makes them now care so much is that moment in the end of the episode mm. where they see what's on the tape. I think they're money-minded throughout the majority of mm. it. They've got to get true. another tape player because they can't fix that other dude's tape player. They're going to yeah. give him... I thought they were looking for a tape player to give to him, Maybe not that's just the so they can see what's on the tape. They're going to see what's on the tape, but yeah. I didn't see it as like a we care so much about Faye thing. But at the end... Man, the show does some really good stuff in the last couple episodes with them being high in the last one and mm-hmm. and then at the end, the emotional stuff of, like, letting the characters pull these faces. Really yeah. descriptive emotional facial expressions, which isn't always what you get in animation, especially well, Especially from hand-drawn animation. Like, we have the advantage in today's, like hyper-realistic animated movies and shows where, like, they do face scans. They have computers to, like, mimic that. But this is literally somebody, like, there's no digital animation in this. I feel like that doesn't look as good. Yeah. When it's, like, the digital interpretation of something. This looks really good, and it really sells the moment where you can tell that Jet and Spike are both like, wow, this is heavy. Mm -hmm. And most animated shows would have to explain that it's heavy and tell us why it's heavy. And they don't have to do that here. We just see it in their faces. It's not for kids, Zach. Well, something that this show is good at, I think, is it's an animated show and there's fun stuff. And as like a kid, you could watch this show and be like, cool, gunfights, explosions, space cowboys. There's enough other stuff I think I'd be bored Really? As a kid. Mm. Not every episode is gunfights and explosions. This episode didn't have any combat, did it? No. It had, like, In, like, the mushroom episode last week, I could Mm -hmm. see myself as a young kid all going over my head. Yeah. There are episodes of this show, and it might not have even been Cowboy Bebop, but my most distinct memory of the show from a kid would be flipping on Adult Swim looking for, Mm -hmm. like, Futurama or Family Guy and getting these anime shows that I would keep on for a minute or two and whatever it was just went completely over mm-hmm. my head and like kind of bored me just because I did it was just foreign it was like those fever dream moments of like what's yeah. on at midnight and yeah. I feel like these episodes are kind of like that it's very much a show for adults mm-hmm. and not just because it's crude or even because it's overly violent just because of the themes it's just yeah. mature. It is mature. I like that. And I think that it's cool. We've seen what we've seen of Faye as her adult self. Like, we get a little Mm. bit of her backstory after she wakes up from being asleep. But this is, like, a pure innocent. I think the hardest part and the reason why it's so emotional is you see that she had all these dreams for herself. Especially the moment she's like, are you with somebody special or are you, like, alone? Oh, you're probably causing trouble. Don't worry. Like, I know, like, I don't mean to do it. It's just, like, how it goes. And Faye has such a thick shell around her now that she's still herself at the core, even not having any memories. Like, she's still her core self. But it's it's cool to see that Faye that was, like, optimistic and just still relatively innocent, you know? I mean, I'm sure she was a bit of a troublemaker, but she wasn't, you know, millions of dollars in debt and living this life that she has now. She had friends. She had a family, a home. And she's constantly grasping for she that. She was a kid. Yeah. So how old is she supposed to be there? She was 20 I would guess she got probably 15? Yeah. Uh, A couple things I really liked about that moment. So what you're saying, her being really naive and not having the shell that Faye has around her now, but Mm -hmm. she kind of does because first she tries to give her speech to herself in front of all her friends and she can't do it. But then when she does it alone, she's like filmed herself waking up. Mm -hmm. She's really put a lot of thought. I feel like when she's not around the other people, she's able Mm -hmm. to 
be herself and we see more of like the Faye that we know as an adult. Another thing that really I thought was moving was just there's one specific shot where it goes from young Faye's face to close up of older Faye's face watching herself. Mm -hmm. That's when I really specifically noticed that old Faye's facial structure is different. Yeah. And I don't know quite how to put words to it, but it's another one of those where the expression on older Faye's face mixed with seeing the difference in young and old Faye special stuff. Yeah, it's really good. I think this episode also does a really frustratingly good job at not even giving us any extra details. They don't hand us anything. We get to see exactly what they see, but we don't get any more explanation than they do. We don't see a flashback that's not in the video. It's you probably know. important for us to see, uh, sorry, I was trying to say Faye and Pine at the same mm -hmm. time when it came out Pay to see Faye Pine. I yeah. feel like that's important information because it's building up to what we're going to get. Mm -hmm. The only reason that I think that's a little bit, oh man, I wish we got more information is because yeah. after this, we've got what, like eight episodes left of the series? Yeah. This is 18. Mm -hmm. We're getting close to the end. I'm getting a lot more invested. This second half of the show has gotten me a lot more. Not that I didn't like the first half, but now I like the characters, so I yeah. I enjoy it. Well, and, and I prefer, as much as like I do love the structure of the show, like the Bounty of the Week, you know, New Adventure, Scooby-Doo type stuff, but I think that when it can branch off and when it's confident enough to have episodes like this, it's what rounds the show out and makes it more than just... Okay, let's see what we do this week. Makes this it more than more... a Western. Absolutely. Yeah. What else about this episode? Let's talk a little bit. I thought the phone interactions that Faye has throughout the episode were really funny. Yeah. With Ed and with Ayn. I'm glad that you pointed out to me early in the series to look for, like, the sisterly relationship mm -hmm. between Ed and Faye because you don't see it as much in the dub. Yeah. Because now I look for it and I do see it and I think mm -hmm. that they're – the way that they talk to each other is really wholesome. Yeah. Part of the reason I'm excited to see the episode subbed is because you'll kind of get to see the way the voice actresses for Ed and Faye play off of each other in the Japanese sub a lot differently. But I think that Ed, at this point in the show, they know what they want to do with them, and they do such a good job of peppering them in in the best way. Like, Ed has a very small role in this episode, but it's also probably one of my favorite Ed like episodes. Now we know Ed, so stuff like Ed typing around on the computer with their feet mm -hmm. or making up these songs of loosely connected, string-together yeah. words. We start to know the characters, so it's fun to just see the Ed-isms. Well, Ed still, like, helps. Ed's doing yeah, all of the... Yeah, Ed's the one who found the... <laughs> yeah. Where the yeah. deck was. And I, I, I really like the conversation that Faye, you know, she's clearly, like, feeling lonely. And she's like, okay, if I burn these bridges with them by leaving mm -hmm. them with this, like, thing, can I come back? You know, she's just calling to try and get somebody. And Ed's like, oh, they're sad, they're blah, blah, blah. And Faye's like, oh, they missed me. But Ed's, like, giving, like, minimal descriptions. We're on Earth. Oh, they're sad, disappointed. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. It is cute. What else about this episode before we move on to give our captain and talk about next week? I think, once again, just noting the importance of the gate explosion and how massively how it, it changed everything things. in the universe yeah. of the show. Yeah. So it was like a massive thing. But the music, the opening song is really funny to me, I think. Like, it's kind of like ridiculous with like the horses. It was a little and... dramatic. Yeah. But I also, I really liked the kind of 
the song that plays uh, later on in the episode, I think it's when they're like going through the museum or something. It reminds me of like something you'd hear in like the background of Hey Arnold. It was like the '90s flute, like Nickelodeon background song. <laughs> that okay. like with the with the like more um, African drum rhythms going on. But it was fun. I liked that song. It was a little fun thing. This episode, it's pretty clear what's important. The face stuff is like the star. Of it. It's There's important else, to the but, show. Yeah. Without like deepening a lot of the lore. It's great. I think right? this is a really smart smartly done episode this episode and the one before it's probably my favorite back-to-back episodes we've had of the show Mm -hmm. i really enjoy this show for a number of reasons and i think that these two episodes being like a little bit different from the norm helps to break up the monotony of okay what's our bounty this week what's our bounty this yeah i agree and it's I don't. I haven't ever gotten sick more. of that, but mm-hmm. I've never been a big fan of procedural shows. Yeah, I don't care about the bad guy if there's a new bad guy every week. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like I'm so sick of watching shit. Like we've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they're always like, "Someone did this thing," and it's always like, "It's gonna be the guest star of the episode mm-hmm. that we've never met before." Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do our captains. Who's your captain this week? This one's actually a little tough for me it because is a little tough. I I like a lot of the characters. I think this week I'm probably gonna give Captain of the Bebop to Jet. I like Jet. I think he's really funny on the whole like adventure to get the different stuff. I think that he plays off of Spike's dickery very well. Because <laughs> Spike's kind of a dumbass this episode when he's, like, putting out the cigarette on, like, the VHS. Because he doesn't care about this at all, you know? He doesn't have a lot to do in this yeah. episode. And yeah, I think some, for me there's some funny like cut Jet. to Spike moments. Yeah. I have been going between two, and I think I'm going to go with Jet as well, basically, for the same reasons you mm-hmm. said. I almost wanted to give it to the nerdy VHS yeah. player guy. Just because... I think the voice actor did a really good job, and mm-hmm. I like this idea of it being far in the future and the same types of nerds still being obsessed with the stuff from the past. But yeah. he's only in the episode, really, for that one scene, even though but he makes he a great. big impression. Mm-hmm. But I'll give it to Jet. Uh, next week, we're going to be back, but before we move on to session 19 in Japan after this episode, a special episode titled Mishmash Blues that I know very little about, I don't think Steven has ever seen. No. That's next, and it never aired in the U.S., uh, it was never dubbed, so we're going to be watching the subbed version, and we're going to talk about it next week, so that'll be exciting. So if you've never seen it, uh, I'm sure if you do a Google search for Cowboy Bebop Mishmash Blues, you'll be able to find it and watch yeah. it. That'll be interesting. I have a site. <laughs> yeah, Steven will give you a site. Just just call Steven. Steven, what's just your phone number up. for the Okay, fans? you're going to dial one. One, two, four. One, two, three, four. This has been a lot of fun. We'll be back next week to talk about that. Until yeah. Until then, see you later, space. Hasta luego, <laughs> space. Hasta luego. Space go. Hasta luego. Do you know that Weezer song? <laughs> Is that? Yeah. Oof. Bye. Just can't knock the hustle. Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash podcast. We're starting at $5 a month you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!